This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Power Breakfast with TT. Weekdays 6 to 9 a.m. on Power 98.7. 12 minutes before 9 on the power breakfast. Uh, so after, well, a di- diplomatic spat, really, that uh, broke out as a result of uh, the um, accusations that were leveled by the U.S. US ambassador to South Africa, um, it would appear that, uh, well, the, the annual forum of the African Growth and Opportunity Act will be going ahead, of course, as planned here in Johannesburg from the 2nd to the 4th of November. Uh, and this is when South Africa will now be seeking to maximize its exploitation of the African Growth and Opportunity Act and that arrangement um, to measure, uh, you know, to, to the measure to gain greater um, access to the lucrative U.S. market. South Africa exported goods worth 660 billion rand to the U.S. under AGOA in 2020. According to U.S. figures, about half of that was uh, in vehicles, many of them high-end Mercedes-Benz and BMWs, and about $8 billion was in agricultural products, uh, much of it citrus and wine. Jewelry were also, was also another major contributor to exports. Let's speak to the Vice President of the Black Business Council, uh, Gregory Mufuging, joining us on the line. Good morning to you and thank you for your time you and good morning to power listeners all right let me get your thoughts on the agoa arrangement how important you believe it is to south africa and how yeah how south africa should be exploiting agoa well agoa is very important uh, to to us as a country city um every bit of uh, goods that we can manufacture and export to the u.s uh, uh, adds to economic activity it adds to us, uh, um, you know, uh, earning foreign um, uh, income. It, it, adds, it also adds to the issue of job creation. So it is very important that we continue to participate meaningfully um, as far as uh, AGOA is concerned. Um, we all know that it is coming to, to, to an end um, in 2025, mm. and we are supporting government uh, for it to be extended. Uh, by another 10 years, and that is actually going to be the crux of the discussions with our American counterparts when they arrive in the country, um, um, you know, starting from tomorrow. Mm. So it is very critical, uh, TT, that, uh, you know, we continue to export under Goa. Uh, This um, special dispensation does assist us economically, so we can't take it for granted. So there's a, an argument that would say that ours, if we were to become 2025 now excluded from AGOA, it could also be a, a positive uh, in the sense that it could be indicate an economy that is growing because the idea behind AGOA is to support uh, um, emerging economies uh, around the continent by you know giving them access to U.S. markets, but that it was meant to be for uh, em- emerging markets or, or economies. Yes, uh, that could be a a positive spin to it and a good argument to have. But you and I know that we are still settled with uh, high unemployment. Mm. You and I know that we are still settled with an economy that is growing at a very lackluster pace. Mm. So it will be good for the country to continue benefiting, um, you know, under their GOA arrangement so that we can be able, uh, you know, to aid the growth of our economy 
and make sure that we create the much needed jobs that the country uh, is, is, is in dire need of at the moment. So yes, that could be a positive spin to it, but uh, we really can't afford to be excluded you know, from Agoa at this point in time. And I think that is the, the approach and the attitude from the South African delegation that is going to be engaged with our counterparts from the U.S. And how do we balance and play the political uh, game or the geopolitics that are inevitably will also be you know, dragged into this arrangement such as this, uh, um, the AGOA that we are talking about, where to say the U.S. can use it as a weapon, you know, of, uh, or as a tool of their own uh, you know, international relations policy? Let me preface my answer to you by saying, look, as this is, we, we don't operate well um, where there is uncertainty. Mm. And this geopolitical developments do present significant uncertainty for us, and it's a problem. Mm. Um, but, uh, you know, everybody must stick to their own lane. We, we do leave our government to deal with geopolitical challenges that are there. Although we do whisper, uh, you know, in the ears of government to say, look, can we please uh, resolve these issues, expedite the resolution of those issues, because the longer, you know, they remain unresolved, the more it becomes for, uh, for business to operate uh, effectively and efficiently. So geopolitical uh, issues are a concern to us, but we, we obviously leave those to government to, uh, to resolve whilst we do what we can do as, 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 as business to maximize uh, you know, from the current arrangement that we have with the various countries we trade and do business with. Mm. And how does it benefit? I mean, like, do do we see the benefits of uh, arrangements such as Agoa trickling down to even the smallest businesses? The, 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 the reality is that most of the businesses that are taking advantage of Agoa are well-established manufacturing companies, mm. well-established agro-processing companies and so on. That, that's where we see the benefit going for the moment. We are encouraging small businesses to come on board so that they can be able to take advantage of this opportunity. And that is why this year we have invited a lot of emerging black-owned businesses to attend Agoa so that they can then have an opportunity to network with buyers that will be coming from the U.S., mm. with decision makers that will be coming from the U.S., so that they can then be able to increase their networks and, 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 and be able to be in a position to export uh, to the U.S. So it is a concern for us that um, the benefit seems to be tilting more mm. towards the bigger established businesses and, and the, the smaller emerging businesses uh, are not um, you know, doing so well in terms of taking advantage of this opportunity. And finally, as a lobby group, the BBC, what, would you, what role do you believe government should be playing uh, to ensure that uh, we do get maximum benefit from um, these arrangements such as AGOA? Well, firstly, it's, it's obviously to normalize the relationship between South Africa and the U.S. I think mm. that's, that's the critical thing. Mm. So our government must, um, must, must do what it has to do to make sure that uh, you know, the, the relationship is normalized and that the extension is granted for the next 10 years, and that South Africa um, continues to play a role. Secondly, uh, it is to, I, I think, uh, you know, make visible the support that is there, especially within the Department of Trade, Industry, and Competition for smaller companies so that they can be able to get access to the grants and funding that is available for them to be able to increase and refine their capacity so that they are able to export 
uh, you know, uh, to, to the U.S. Uh, the assistance is there, Titi, just for us to be able to, uh, you know, make sure that everybody that is interested is aware and can, can, can be, able to, uh, be able to apply and get that, that assistance from government. Mm, mm. Okay. Thank you so much, Gregory Mufuking, for your time. I appreciate it. That's the vice president of the Black Business Council talking to us about, uh, yeah, some of the expectations and some of uh, what will be on the what they want to put on uh, the agenda when the Africa Growth and Opportunity Act Summit or Goa Summit gets going on uh, Thursday here in Johannesburg. That's the Thursday, the second of uh, November, twenty twenty three. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.